Welcome to What's the Meaning of Perseverance, a podcast of interviews with experts and Mars enthusiasts. So my name is uh, Veronique Dehan. I'm working at the Royal Observatory of Belgium, and I'm also teaching at uh, UC Louvain, so in Louvain-la-Neuve. Um, at the observatory, um, I have a team of, uh, uh, in planetary science of, of about 25 people, and we are deeply involved in missions going to Mars. In particular, we are involved in the ExoMars mission 2022, um, in which we have an instrument. This instrument is called LARA. And um, it, is, it aims at obtaining the rotation of Mars and therewith properties of the deep interior of Mars. I can explain that if you, if you want. Okay. Um, yes, we, yeah. we like every information we can get. I don't know how much we can put in the podcast, but if you want to tell us, we are very, very curious. <laughs> okay. So our objective is to understand what is going on inside the planet Mars, because this is very much related to the habitability of the planet. Mars and Earth have evolved differently. And in particular, we don't know where we are in the evolution of Mars in terms of um, what is uh, the physical properties of the deep interior. We know that Mars had a magnetic field, and this magnetic field has lasted from the very beginning of the solar system up to 4 million years, so from 4.6 to 4 million years, and then it disappeared. So we think this is uh, an element uh, that is important for the habitability of Mars. So what we want to do is to really understand where we are in terms of um, deep interior and evolution of Mars. Uh, in particular, we don't know whether the core is liquid or whether there is a solid inner core or whether it's completely solid. So this is the questions we, are, we would like to answer. Our mission will be launched in 2022. And the idea is to get the rotation of Mars. Uh, if you do that experiment, you take a raw egg and a cooked egg and make them rotating, they are rotating differently. For the planets, it's exactly the same. If you're looking at their rotation and orientation in space, well, you can tell something about the deep interior. Mm -hmm. um, and you can tell whether the deep interior, the core is solid or liquid because their orientation is different. Uh, in both situations. Veronique, uh, uh, one, yeah. one maybe stupid question. Uh, is, isn't the, the speed of rotation of Mars already known? I mean, I, th I thought that it's, it's clear that the, the duration of the day of Mars is kind of known already, or is there, is there yeah. any other detail that... It I'm is missing? known, but yeah. um, so the, the, the rotation of Mars, the uniform rotation of Mars is well known. Okay. But what we don't know is the variations in this rotation. We know that there are variations 
-hmm. And this can be related either to interior changes or to atmospheric effects and ice caps effects on the rotation. I have mm -hmm. another movie which is not here, but um, I can show it maybe later. It shows that when uh, Mars is rotating, the rotation can really change. It can go very rapidly or more, um, more smoothly. And uh, this is related to the exchange of um, CO2 between the atmosphere and the ice caps. I can show you a movie later. Mm -hmm. uh, this this uh, mission is already on Mars for the moment, and we are at present, we are discussing the results of that mission. This is the InSight mission um, that was uh, on Mars in November 2018. And this mission has a seismometer and uh, two antennas from which we can get the rotation of Mars. And this is very interesting because um, for the moment we are uh, collecting the data, processing the data, and we are um, in the position to mention something about the deep interior. It is under embargo, but um, maybe orally I can mention that uh, we have discovered that uh, the core of Mars is uh, liquid. We have confirmed because we thought it would be liquid. So it's very interesting. And our mission in 22 will help us to really better um, yeah, constrain these data. And the idea behind this experiment is the following. Uh, so you have seen two small antennas on Mars. What we do, we send, a, um, we send an X-band link, a radio signal from Earth to Mars. And the instrument is transforming back to Earth this uh, frequency like a mirror. And we measure the Doppler shift on the signal. So the Doppler shift is related to the relative motion of Mars with respect to the Earth. And therewith, we can determine uh, the rotation of Mars and the orientation of Mars. So we use big antennas on Earth that is uh, the deep space, so-called deep space network. And uh, we use a transponder on Mars with very, very small uh, antennas. And uh, the, the InSight mission 2018 has a transponder with, which is from the US. And the ExoMars mission 2022 has a transponder which has been built in Belgium. It's a company that is in Antwerp. It's Antwerp space. And so um, this, this transponder is, is really, really nice. So we hope that everything will go well with the launch in uh, 2022, because uh, of course we'll get the data um, and uh, process the data. So that's an image of the, the deep space network antennas. These antennas are on Earth and they have 70 meter diameter, so it's big antennas. And we are listening to a signal that is at about the level of um, a cellular. So it, it's, it's really a small signal that um, we want to pick um, and, and measure. So it's really challenging, but uh, we know we can do it because the ExoMars 
2018 mission has demonstrated that. So we are sure we get uh, some very nice results. So that is for what we are doing. Okay. <laughs> at the observatory. Yeah, we, we had a couple of other questions, maybe lighter questions. Uh, we just have, for example, uh, what got you interested in the field in the first place? Uh, what got me interested in the field? Well, in fact, I was uh, working on the rotation of the Earth. And uh, also, uh, the rotation of the Earth was uh, something challenging to get and challenging to understand. And the deep interior of the Earth, um, uh, well, we don't know many things. We have, a, we have seismometer on the surface of the Earth, and so we can measure um, and, and determine what is the physical properties inside the Earth. But we, 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 we get really better constraint from the observation of the rotation, exactly in the same way as I told before, taking a, uh, 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 planets with a, with, a, with, with a solid core or a liquid core and you change the rotation. So by looking at the rotation, you have a deep interior uh, properties. You can constrain really what is going on inside the Earth. I was doing that for Earth and, um, and I'm still doing that for Earth. And then I got interested to do that for other planets and to to uh, and the first, of course, that came into my mind was the planet Mars because Mars is uh, very near to Earth and um, it's our uh, neighbor. And the rotation of Mars is quite similar to the rotation of the Earth because it's a planet that is rapidly rotating. Mm -hmm. So it, is, it has a bulge, an equatorial bulge, exactly as the Earth. And mm -hmm. so there are. Uh, variation in the orientation of the planet that, that are quite similar to those of the Earth. And uh, the, the reason why I, I kept uh, very much uh, interested in the field is that we, we have understood that deep interior of planets are something interesting to, uh, to understand what is going on in terms of habitability. So um, in the solar system, we have uh, four planets that are terrestrial planets, so that have a core, a mantle, and a crust like the Earth. It's Mercury, it's Venus, it's the Earth, and Mars. And these, uh, these planets, um, they have evolved completely differently. And Mars, we know that it was habitable in the past. Uh, let me first define what, what I mean by habit, habitability. So habitability is the, commonly understood as the potential of an environment, past or present, to support life, even if life does not exist. So it's the conditions, the environmental conditions that are available to support life. And... Um, these conditions, well, uh, the, only, the only ones that we know are coming from Earth, of course, life from Earth. It's the only example that we have today. What we know is that the primitive soup to get life uh, needs uh, energy 
needs liquid water and needs nutrients. And so one word that, that is very important is liquid water. So on Earth, we know we have ocean, we have liquid water, and we, we have temperature that allow us to obtain uh, liquid water at the surface of the Earth. What about Mars? Well, Mars has uh, a lot of signs that there was water in, in the past. So what was going on? And that's the question. What has the Earth more and the other planet do not have? For instance, Earth has a magnetic field. And this magnetic field protects us from erosion from the solar winds. From, for, for instance, it, it protects us from uh, the radiation. It has a certain role. We have plate tectonics, so the continents are moving uh, with respect to each others. And these continents are going inside the mantle. They bring water inside. They change uh, what is going on inside the mantle. We have volcanism, and this volcanism on Earth is quite different with respect to the volcanism on other planets. And most importantly, we have an atmosphere. And this atmosphere has a water cycle, and it has a, a CO2 cycle, a carbon cycle. And we have a certain gravity, which is quite nice, and we retain our atmosphere. So we have a carbon cycle, and we have a moon that kind of stabilize the Earth in space. And um, that's important because small changes already produces climate change on Earth. So it's important that our planet is stable. But in any case, there was water on the surface uh, uh, of Mars in the past and water is important for life. It is related to what I mentioned previously. Uh, I'd like also to mention that these four planets, terrestrial planets, they are not the only one that are potentially habitable because there are um, moons in the solar systems that are, oh, sorry, that are maybe uh, habitable because inside this icy world, below the icy crust, we can have a subsurface ocean. And so we will have energy, uh, water, and nutrient if the water is in contact to the rock. So uh, in our solar system, um, Earth is habitable and maybe also some um, uh, moons, icy moons of Jupiter and Saturn. But Mars, of course, has been habitable. So what is going on? This is, this is a very simple graphic which shows temperature and pressure. And what, what it shows is that at one uh, atmosphere of the Earth, we have temperature be between minus 50, plus 50. So we, we can have liquid water. And we, can we know that we pass from ice to water, liquid water at zero, zero degree and from liquid water to vapor at 100 degree. And that's because of our atmosphere. Today, Mars is um, with an has an atmosphere of seven millibar. It's one 
hundreds of the atmosphere of the Earth. So it's uh, rather below uh, the one atmosphere of the Earth. It's very, very small. And the temperatures, they are going from minus 150 to plus 20. So at present on Mars, there is no liquid water. So present day, it's, it would be very difficult to get life or to see life on Mars. And for the other planet like Venus with a huge atmosphere, 92 times the atmosphere of the Earth, and a big, um, uh, yeah, be, uh, very large temperature. Uh, of course, we don't have liquid water and Mercury has no atmosphere. So uh, during the night, it's very, very cold. And during the day, it's very, very warm. So there is no liquid water neither. So only the Earth has liquid water at present. However, on Mars, when you look at the, yeah, the, 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 the surface, what you see um, is that um, it's a very interesting planet because you see a lot of crater, which means that the whole history of the planet is written at the surface. And that is very, very important because you can, by looking at that planet and at the surface, tell what was going on in the past of Mars. Uh, in the past of Mars, well, there are many things that were, were happening. First of all, there was a magnetic field. And this magnetic field was a little bit, uh, not a little bit, it, it was bigger, larger than the one of the Earth at present. And it has been uh, um, uh, fossilized inside the, the rocks at the surface of Mars. So uh, Mars Global Surveyor, one of the spacecraft has measured by going very, very close to the surface, has measured the presence of a magnetic field, but a, a magnetic field that was imprinted in the, in the rocks and that was a foci magnetic field. It's not a present day big magnetic field. It's just something that is uh, uh, reminiscence from uh, a past magnetic field. It's called the remnant magnetic field. And, and uh, we see uh, that this magnetic field was very, very large. And in particular, it appeared in regions on, on Mars where you had a lot of craters. And so by counting the craters, you can tell when this magnetic field was present at the surface of Mars. And this was very, very, um, at the beginning of, of Mars. What we also see in Mars is that we have um, a lot of expression of past water, like, um, like uh, rocks that, that have been um, imprinted by large um, flow at the surface of Mars. We see at the surface of Mars, we see meanders, we see deltas of rivers, we see, we see river beds. So all these kinds of um, images have been taken from orbiter uh, in this recent year. And we have um, uh, been convinced that uh, there was a, a huge amount of water in the past of Mars. So Mars was habitable at the very beginning of the solar system. By counting the crater, we can tell that water existed 
at the surface of Mars between the beginning of the solar system, so 4.6 billion years and 3.5 billion years. So really a, a long time, so long enough for life to, to appear, if ever it appeared. There were a really large flow. It's not sure that water was all the time there, but there were very large flow, that's for sure. So all this has convinced us that was uh, that Mars was habitable in the past. And uh, Mars was wet between 4.6 billion years and 3.5 billion years. And at present, and from 3.5 billion years to now, Mars is dry and there is no water. Well, what is going on? why this planet was habitable and no at present it's not habitable anymore so what was going on and uh, what is different with respect to the earth and one of the elements is to understand what was going on inside the planet and in particular the presence of the magnetic field was there so we we know that the core was liquid at the very beginning of the solar system, and then it disappeared. So where are we in the evolution um, of, the, uh, of, the, of the planet? And that is the reason why the Perseverance landers um, has decided to go to the G, uh, J, J0 crater. This crater is very interesting because it is in very ancient terrain where we see uh, traces of water. It has, um, yeah, it, it's in the crater in, and um, um, maybe I have uh, some images and there are evidence uh, that there was water in the past. And so where they want to go with perseverance and they want to catch sample for a future uh, sample return and they want to study the rocks at places where, of course, there could be life in the past. And that is uh, the reason why they came to this crater. And they will really uh, um, go in, 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 in the terrain where uh, they, they, they think, the scientists uh, think that there could be uh, possible traces of past life. And so that's why I think this mission is very interested. And in Belgium, we are not really uh, involved in the mission, except that uh, there are people that will work on, who will work on the sample when they will be back on Earth in the future. So we, 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 we are, will not be, I, I personally will not be involved in the mission, but it's a piece of information for my own understanding of why Mars has been uh, habitable in the past and, uh, and uh, what was going on there. I want to understand as well what was going on there. So you see that in this uh, landing site, there are uh, a lot of uh, traces of water from the past, like uh, uh, delta, a delta of, we are near a delta of river of a river um, dating from more than 3.5 billion years. So it's really the, 
very beginning of Mars uh, history. And so that's, yeah, that's why I was very uh, interested uh, by the mission. And uh, it's also, I'm looking forward for the results of that mission. And of course, I, I'm very interested to continue um, working on my own uh, research and try to understand uh, why Mars and Earth differs now <laughs> and uh, if they were habitable in the past and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. Can I ask something? Sure. Um, you said that uh, you already know that probably if everything goes well with the mission that will follow Perseverance to Mars 2020 to uh, take back the samples to the Earth, let's assume everything goes smooth and those samples return here, uh, come here. Um, you said that you um, are positive that some Belgian may analyze them. So is it already planned? What yes. those samples? Yes, there is. Um, well, you, you have to go where you have a laboratory uh, able to do such analysis. So very sophisticated. Uh, laboratory and there is one at ULB in Brussels uh, because they are analyzing meteorites and um, the responsible person is Vinciane Debay and uh, she, she, she is very much involved in the, in the sample return mission and so she will be one of the person who will analyze a little part of the <laughs> sample that will come back to, uh, to Earth. Okay. Uh, and I have another one. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, because I am studying astrophysics, and uh, in a course we were talking about uh, the fact that uh, having a liquid core for a planet uh, is strictly linked to the magnetic magnetic field of the planet. Uh, so if uh, Mars does have indeed a, a liquid uh, or partially liquid uh, core. Do we know why its magnetic field is not? That's a very good question. Well, to, to build a magnetic field, you need a motion inside uh, the core. You need to have a conductor and you need motion. Then you can really, uh, it's, the, it's called the dynamo. You can really generate the magnetic field. Mm -hmm. so, so having motion, well, the core must be liquid, otherwise you don't have motion or rapid motion. Okay. So that's one point. The other point is, well, to generate motion, what can we do? That's, that will be the, 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 the question there. Um, you can generate motion with two, uh, two phenomena. Uh, first of all, you can generate a magnetic field when you have a, a large temperature gradient inside the core. If you have a large temperature gradient, it would be like the, the cooking pot, the water boiling, you see? And then with this gradient, you will, um, at a certain point, create a, a convection in the core, and then you create, create motion and this induces a magnetic field. Another way, second, another way to generate a magnetic field 
is to have what is called a chemical convection. And this is what we have at present owners. At present owners, there is a, uh, there are a, a lot of um, uh, iron uh, precipitating inside the core and forming the inner core. And so this precipitation, this is motion inside the core. And so this creates a magnetic field. So where are we in the evolution of Mars? Well, we know that there was a magnetic field in the past, but is the core still liquid, but there is no motion because there is no magnetic field at present? Is it completely solid? Uh, or, or is it, uh, uh, do we have an inner core and there is no motion forming the inner core yet? Or it stopped, it has, it has reached a state which is called the eutectic stage and it's an equilibrium and you don't have um, chemical convection anymore. So yeah, we don't know where we are in the evolution. Uh, it's, it's true that uh, at first you would think uh, the core is iron and if it is uh, liquid, then we generate a magnetic field, but it's, it's too short. You need in addition to have motion mm -hmm. and to create these motions, uh, you, you have two possibilities, either uh, a thermal convection. So having a gradient of temperature, that's the, the water boiling yeah? <laughs> and or uh, chemical convection when you create the inner core. Okay, thank you. Yeah, we just have two more questions. Um, maybe like more personal ones. Uh, uh, one of them is, uh, what do you like the most about space exploration? Is it is it uh, finding yeah the possibility of finding life or is it uh, any other motivation that you have? Uh, doing space uh, research, not space exploration. Doing doing space research is really something which is motivating because um, well doing research um, is always trying to answer questions and when you have answered these questions you have other questions coming and you you evolve and you better understand what is going on and that is motivating and the main questions uh, that are motivating me is um, to better understand the habitability of planets and that can be inside our own solar system with the planet earth with the planet mars with the icy moons, which, which are really very interesting, and maybe outside the solar system with the exoplanets, so-called, because these are planets around stars uh, different from our own sun. Mm -hmm. Okay, and the final one, uh, it's much more maybe hypothetical, uh, is, is do you think we will ever colonize or occupy or be able to establish in any form in, in Mars? Uh, don't touch my planet. <laughs> Leave it alone. No. No? <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't think we will, we, we will really colonize uh, Mars. I hate that mm -hmm. word. 
I think we can do with robotic. But I think that at some point in the future, we will go to Mars. Um, but the first step to go to Mars will be to return to the moon. And at present, there are a lot of efforts um, yeah, to yeah. come back to the moon. Um, and that will be, of course, uh, interesting as well. But to go to Mars will be really challenging because you have something like six, seven months to go there. And then because of the, the geometry, you cannot come back uh, as you want. You have to wait a little bit, uh, either two years or you have to come back immediately because you, you need to be in the so-called uh -huh. launch window. Yeah. So it's really challenging and we don't have yet, um, or maybe the private uh, will develop it, but the, the, we don't have the, uh, the technology to come back. We, mm -hmm. we, we have never done this. Uh, yeah, on the moon we did it, but it's very different. It's another, another planet. And um, so it's really challenging. Also, I think um, that it, it's very, very dangerous to go there because of the radiation for the people for the astronauts. Mm -hmm. um, when, when you speak with the astronauts, uh, you know that they, they have had a health problem with radiation effects only by going a little bit in the uh, International Space Station. Mm -hmm. So going there and uh, staying there for two years will be really dangerous and from a point, an ethic point of view, I have some reserve, I would say, uh, unless we find a way to really protect them. Uh, we interviewed a lot of people from different uh, branches, um, scientists, engineers, just people working in the space industry, a student, and I love the fact that all scientists and the engineer uh, were gave a similar answer to yours while uh, space industry people and just enthusiasts were more positive about going to mars <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well if you speak uh, i have a friend uh, he's um, vladimir Pletzer. he was a um, candidate astronaut and, and he wants to go to Mars. So if you speak with him, he will say, yes, we will go to Mars and I want to go. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think uh, first of all, if we want to look for life, don't bring life. <laughs> That's the first point. Mm -hmm. But there, there are, there are ways to go around this because um, what we have to do is to, to preserve places where uh, life could exist bef uh, in the past, like in, in the, the crater where Perseverance has landed. There, this is for sure a place that we have to preserve. And the places where ExoMars 2022 will go, this is a, also a place where water uh, uh, was there in the past. So potentially life was there in the past. So we have to preserve um, these sites. And there are a kind of level of sites, uh, level of importance regarding habitability, I would say, for different sites. 
So that's a way to go, is to preserve some parts and then maybe to go to other parts. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Veronique, so much for your time. Thank you for your interest. Have a nice weekend. Bye bye. Bye bye. 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 bye.